Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special and brand new episode of Our Take on Survivor. So, my name is Jonathan, and I will be your host today. And joining me, we have Tony Ann and Lauren. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Today is exciting. I'm so glad that, Lauren, you were able to join us tonight yes, and discuss Survivor. Welcome. When you said that you welcome. watched it and are excited about it, I was like, thank God it's not just me and Tony Ann discussing this alone anymore. <laughs> you mean when I when I pushed my way in and um, said, oh my God, you're talking about Survivor 2 and not just soaps? You must include me. <laughs> exactly. So... We're just kind of going to jump right into the fun of things. So first, before we do that, though, Lauren, when we started this podcast on our first episode, we discussed kind of how long we've been watching Survivor and what excites us. So I'm going to throw you under the bus and not prepared you at all. How long have you been watching Survivor and like what? Why do you keep watching? What what excites you about the show still? <laughs> um, episode one. Yes. Episode one, season one. I am an OG viewer. Um, I guess I just couldn't believe people didn't understand the concept of voting and how that works. Because I've been in plenty of organizations where, you know, you want something to happen and you've got to get to 50% plus one. And here, Richard Hatch was coining the phrase alliance. And nobody understood the concept. I was like, where did they find them? Um, and then just watching uh, Wigglesworth just be a powerhouse with all of oh, these I men. Oh, I love her. Yeah, and all of these men were like, you know, like just waving their little hand. I keep forgetting you can't see my hand mannerisms mm-hmm. when I'm on, the, uh, on a podcast. But, you know, giving that old, you know, wave of the hand that you get at a certain age from from certain men at that time in in the world and yet she was kicking their ass (laughs) (laughs) i loved it so why do you keep watching same thing and the twists particularly the last couple of seasons not loving the season of the idols thing interesting Um, huge boston rob fan huge boston rob fan um and didn't really love the twist last year either i didn't like the idea of you could lose so long and be on this island and potentially you know get voted out first and come back and win the whole thing i i didn't love that um and this season feels gimmicky if you've been if you're going on to a show like this and you've been around for all of these seasons you should have known the second you showed up not to challenge boston rob (laughs) to fire duh you know you should know to be listening to all of the questions. I'm like, oh, is she going to ask about her dogs? Is she going to ask about which brand? I knew which questions it was. So I'm not loving that. I thought maybe they would be more of a coach to each particular team. That's what I thought, too. I think that would have been better. That's just me. Well, um, here's my question for you, Lauren, because I know you also watched Big Brother, correct? Uh I, I, for very personal reasons, I no longer do, and it has nothing to do with the show. I met a very dear friend who I will always associate. It was an online friend, um, and I, if, if anybody watches Big Brother and they remember Gator um, with a capital G A Y, 
I I love John and he passed a few years back and I have not been mm-hmm. able to bring myself to watch since he passed because it just it's too I hard. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean it really did. It really hit me hard. He was a very dear friend. We should have had nothing in common in real life. And anybody who really is an online fan of that show and really follows all the 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 feeds and everything, they knew him. At that time, they knew him. He went back to episode one, day one, as did I. Um, oh. So that really well, broke my heart when he died. Well, my question is, you remember season 14 and the, the coaches on Big Brother. So that was kind of where when this format was announced, I kind of was worried that we were going to get, you know, Sandra and Boston Rob pick teams and they draft their players and then at a certain point, probably the merge, they joined the game. Yeah, I didn't and like that. that I felt there. like what Survivor did here, especially with the fact that they're highlighting the oath as much as they are, they are making clear like, nope, nope, we're not, we're not doing that. Don't worry. Just be calm. But I just, I don't know. That, I, I will say, I actually do like the way this is going so far. Me too. So. I, I, well, let me add this. I think they could have done it where maybe the winner, you know, that they have to further divide the team. Like, how can you be cohesive with the team and do you try to win? Mm-hmm. You know, throwing a competition can be every bit as much of a game strategy as winning a competition. I feel like that's coming now. So that's that's kind of where I was wanting to go with this discussion. Is let's talk about the actual format of Island of the Idols first. So okay. I think it's interesting that you uh, your take on it because I I like this and I feel like each episode is doing something different. It's highlighting maybe just taking the quote unquote rules of Survivor and breaking it down into a distinct lesson that's teaching the audience more than it's teaching those on the island right like it's all right so week one was fire you need to know how to make fire but also it's really highlighting what do you tell your tribe when you get back right so now we're two weeks in and both of the people that have been to the island are lying about what it is also i like that they both came up with the same lie you can tell that they just watched ghost island right before they (laughs) went on to the season because they're using you know ah there were some urns and we like broke them and it said no game but that's a dumb lie that's a dumb lie so just my humble opinion but i thought that was a dumb lie i don't know about you guys but that lie is gonna come out and yes. you will forever be branded a liar. Correct. And we oh. know from past seasons, if you're the guy who eats too much food or you lie or you're this, you always get caught. And, and you could have just said, I, I met the Boston. Thing. They're going to get cut anyway because the minute they say, oh, I went to the island and I got tutored by Boston Robin Sandra for however long they were on that island. You don't think that's going to put a bigger target on their back? It would have given away the lesson, but I would have given away the lesson in, in real time. Meaning I would have said, we met Boston Rob, and we, I, want you, I want you guys to know, and I maybe would have told the whole team a lie, but I would have told my people, hey, I'm only telling two or three people this. I'm, I want you guys to know you're special. I didn't treat you like everybody else. Here's the real skinny. So I'm telling this person the whole story, the, the, the sanitized 
basic version, broad strokes. Then I'm telling my team, you know, to get them to feel bonded to me. Like I gave them something when I gave them nothing. And then the person I'm really seeing is my number one. I'm giving them a certain thing and maybe I'm giving number two a certain thing and number three a certain thing. So I get some sense of how much they're talking to one another. I'm using all the information as a way to see who's trustworthy. And I'm making them loyal to me in the process. And I'm waiting till the merge because anybody who's gone, I'm going, well, I didn't win my competition because I didn't pay close enough attention because I guess I'm a moron. But they probably have something. And they all checked her stuff. I thought that was a brilliant move. That, that was the bomb diggity. Smartest thing, putting it in her hair. Yay! <laughs> I was very impressed because she me was like, too. nope, strip, strip search me, look at my stuff. She was crying. And Kelly just like had all the histrionics going to just prove her point. What did you guys think of the lesson of the week, though? Just talking about like memorization and paying attention to the relationships that people are are building with you like i i did kind of figure like lauren like you said you picked out what the the questions were going to be before they were even asked i i liked that she hesitated at first right she wasn't going she was not going to take them up on that until boston rob was like hey all right let's make this better three weeks and three questions and you called it last week in our last podcast you said if they turned it down that Boston Rob would probably sweeten the deal. That's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. He made it. He made it where, and those were questions that honestly, I was, I, I was preparing for this podcast, and when I was watching the episode, I was like, okay, I actually answered all those questions right too, because I felt like the way that they were talking and they were talking so much, I was like, okay, the lesson has to be in here, and they were stuff that if you pay attention, she would have cared enough to 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 memorize right that wasn't the lesson i was expecting this week it's interesting what lessons they choose to choose when i thought maybe it would have been something like about fishing or creating a shelter or something but i didn't mind that this was a memorization lesson it just felt like weird timing okay so, it wasn't a memorization lesson. It was more, you have to be listening and aware of everything at all times. The game is always being played. She exactly. thought the game, the game was going to start when they told her. And actually, you were playing the game from the second you got there, just the same way you are on the island. Exactly. That, that, that was the lesson, is that game's always on. So you always have to be on and you always have to be prepared. And those that are mentally drained by this game are those that are paying attention and are going to get the furthest. You have to literally give it your all every single day. Otherwise, this game's just going to chew you up and spit you out. And is it terrible that I wish they had had a clip? Meaning I would have loved it if they were going to go with this format if Sandra and Boston Rob said, and I used this same strategy in the season I won, or the last season I won, um, in this way, and maybe they could have given us a 30-second clip 
you know, that the or even had his little piece I, so that the person I, could watch it. I agree and, and disagree. Like I would have loved that. But... I would have loved it too, but we're so crammed for time that we exactly. don't even get um, a previously on anymore or a theme song or a title card for that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we're literally cutting everything we can. Let's skip down. all that shit anyway. Yeah, but we're literally cutting it down to bare bones. So, because yes, I do too. Like, I skip that anyway. So, I'm not really upset that it's cut, but they've cut all of that to make time for this. So, that was going to be my other question is, are you guys sad that we don't have a previously on or a no. uh, uh, title sequence? And really, I'm not. Now, here's my thing, though. I think that's something that I wish we, they would add to, like, the online version or the I, on-demand version because you've got more time. But I feel like the title sequence is good for, like, the first week just so we could, like, learn everybody's name. And they have, like, an hour and a half for the premiere anyway. So I feel like they can do a title sequence for like the first episode and then cut to the title card for the rest of the season. But I don't even think we got a title card this week, did we? Nope, we got nothing. It went right to them and then we just rolled. And well, I was like, oh, okay. I have to shamefully admit, I never learned anybody's name till probably the merge. And I'm then the by the next way. season, I've forgotten most of them unless they did something super awesome. So it's like... Uh... <laughs> I don't mind the I don't mind the lack of the title card because I, I don't remember it anyway. But to me, knowing how you were tying that in, knowing how you were going to tie in that lesson, would have been better. You know, would have been more clear that it wasn't just memorization. It was here's how the strategy works, and and they never said till the gal left on the first episode why she shouldn't have challenged him yes. that that you can't always overplay the game starts the minute you're there but the people who come out and they want to play i'm here to play and make big moves they don't usually do so well no, no they don't survivor's a long game it's not yeah. just a, a, a it's day a marathon one. not a sprint this is this is chess not checkers well my favorite my favorite all-time player, just in case it isn't clear, is Boston Rob. I love him. I love I just, him so much. He and his win, the only official win he was credited with, because I credit Amber's win to him, too. Was, um, yeah. <laughs> is, is that he Redemption said, Island, right? He, was, it, was it that season? Yeah, I think it was Redemption Island, Boston Rob versus Russell. And I remember at the end of Heroes versus Villains it, in their live finale, when they actually had decently long live finales, they mentioned Rob Boston. Rob mentioned that he would love to drag Russell's ass all over the island again, and I <laughs> was so excited at the possibility. And then it happened. I was like, yes. <laughs> well, I just I love when he said, "I deserve." When they asked him why he deserved to win, he said, "Because I couldn't just get here." You guys were going to hold it against me that I'd played before, that I this, that I that. I had to figure out who had to be in the second seat and who had to be in the third seat. And I had to get the whole trio to the end just to get here. Because I would have had no chance against almost any other combination. It had to be these two. And I thought about that. And I that usually you don't have those aha moments in the jury. And I just went, he's right. 
any other person, if she had been here, if he had been here, they would have probably done far, far better because the bitter Bettys would have come out. And he played the perfect, I, I mean, I can't think of an error he made. You know, usually they make an error and they recover. That's, that's also a sign of a great champion. But he didn't make any. It was like textbook. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of one of if not my favorite player. So I would have liked why you know rather than waiting till she left and saying ah she never should have challenged me, having that lesson tie in, or maybe even showing a clip of someone else and saying I saw this guy play and this is this was the moment he lost the game because he didn't know when to play his idol and when to leave with two of them in his. In his pocket. Okay. Just, that sort of thing. I, I also just wonder how much of it, though. I bet they taught... The, the edit is only giving us so much, you know? So I also wonder how much was... Did they spend more time with her, you know? Did they... With Elizabeth last week, did they, you know, give her that? Were they just like, you know, you really shouldn't have challenged me. This is where you messed up. You know, because all we got was that voiceover work. I wonder was more of that given to her and we just didn't see it. You know, it's it's stuff like that that I'm curious to find out, I guess, in all the postseason interviews that we'll inevitably get. But well, that might have been nice. That might have been nice online content. Exactly. exactly. And I think use I your think internet. They, they do have online content for Boston Robin Sandra because I saw a video on Twitter of them like trying to adjust to sleeping on bamboo on Island of the Idols. So I wonder if there's like not Certain. quite, po- not quite Ponderosa videos, but you know, them kind of as a web series until we get to the Ponderosa vi- videos when the jury starts. Possibly. Interesting. Well, we'll have to stay tuned. We'll do some digging this week and we'll have to come back and discuss that next podcast. But let's talk about the competition for a minute. What did you guys think of this challenge uh, for this week? That was really a close game again. It really and was. I'm so I talked about this last week, uh, Lauren. But I love this cast, and I love the casting department for Survivor. That are really picking people that know the game, that are excited to play, and that are really giving it their all. Like uh, there was. I, I, I didn't write down who, but I think it was, was it Elizabeth on Vokai that uh, kept going up on the ladder and falling down? Yes. Whoever it was, like, when she kept falling, like, my heart was sinking, but she kept was... doing it. She kept she... trying and kept going and didn't give up, and I love that. And they actually were able to make it a tie game for Something a minute. That... I didn't expect at all because no, I expected came, to be a blowout. Yes, I was like, "This is done. Is good try. Maybe better luck next time." But no, they got literally within seconds of it being a whole different game. And I, I feel like both challenges from last week and this week have been probably the most even in terms of competition. That we've seen in a while because it seems like the tribes are balanced They're, You know, it's not like they're all stacked with athletes on one tribe. And then you basically got the geeks on the other tribe who don't have any arm strength between anybody. This feels very balanced. And I like that. 
Would it have been less imbalanced, though, if the person hadn't been voted out the week before? <laughs> oh, I'm just God. saying I would tell you his name, but I don't Ronnie. But I don't know names. What? Yeah, that guy. If Ronnie hadn't been voted out, would it have been a blowout? I don't think so. Because the challenge, I mean, I know you can't compare because they're two different challenges, but it wasn't a blowout last week when he competed either. They were pretty close. Yeah, it went it went down to the puzzle, and it was it was only then when they kind of struggled and then fell way behind. Right, but, but they, they kept up right to that point. Well, Ronnie so. didn't strike me as much help in the puzzle <laughs> department. Like <laughs> he really he was, he is more of a guy I see as helping with getting the ladder up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, I could have seen him helping maybe a little bit there, and then maybe it would have been. You know, maybe a little bit more on level field, but then the question then becomes, who would the purple team not have had? You know, like it, it's it's kind of like a fifty fifty as to to how that would have gone. But I definitely do like, like you said, like the teams are at least initially evenly balanced, right? And the way it's playing out, like I, these are fun challenges, especially fun to watch too. Like, there's yeah. A lot of it's not, I don't like those when it is a blowout or when it is like, oh, well, we know Orange is going to win again or this is a purples to lose. Like, it, this was something where I was literally on the edge of my seat. And then when they made Me the come back, I was like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. And, like, I literally was yelling at my TV, something that I don't feel like I do. And just, like, just engaged in a way that I didn't feel like I'd been before. Agreed. Uh, see, I always feel interested in the challenges, and I and I actually think the puzzle is always. If you go back and look, I don't think there are as many blowouts as maybe we feel there are, because the puzzle is the great equalizer. I said the exact same mm-hmm. thing word for word last week. Ah, uh, well, I I didn't know I was doing this, so I great, hadn't listened. Great to minds, it yet, but. but I really do think the puzzle is the great equalizer. And I am not a physical challenge kind of person. So if I had ever been on on Survivor, that would have been my answer. Leave me in the corner till the puzzle time. <laughs> See, <laughs> Put I'm, me on the puzzle. That I can do. I'm opposite. and Give me like something physical. I'm not here for the puzzles. No, not me. It's just I would struggle and make a fool of myself. If you can't do puzzles on a full mental capacity, you definitely can't do it at survivor mental capacity. No, exactly. <laughs> like, y'all people are crazy. I ain't eaten <laughs> seven days, and you're about to have me do this puzzle? No, no, no. We're not. No, and no, that puzzle do. was hard, too, because they had to, like, build freaking houses. Yes. And that was on day three. You think, of, like, the next puzzle I'm going to be ready? Nope. Like, this is, nope. Survivor's not the game for me. Not at all. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You can be the armchair critic. Exactly. Like That's, me. I, I, I like to Sunday uh, quarterback, a Monday morning <laughs> quarterback. So, all right. That brings us to tribal, right? Oh, so. Your poor team. <laughs> I, all right. So what gear should you be playing Survivor on? Like, I thought that was the most, uh, like, oh, this, you're, you should be playing like this is the all out every day. Like, I'm not saying you need to be. There are different, there are different phases of survivor though. Exactly. Now we are in team survival mode. Yes. But you should always be playing like you're getting booted out. 
nobody should feel comfortable. No, that is absolutely 100% true. But I also don't think you should be trying to stir up this much trouble this this early in the game. Does that make sense? Agreed. Depends if it's controlled trouble. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad to go off and look for the idol. You just have to be a little more slick about it. I wouldn't do that day one, but that's just me. like I, I would... hour one. <laughs> no, but I would go look for wood. That would be my job. <laughs> so that that's the thing is like I would have been like I said just like Chelsea. Like I that's who I would have been doing and positioning myself in a way to find the idols. So always got to look for the job that lets you go search. <laughs> Exactly. So, what did you think of the blind side this week? Did you expect Molly to go, or were you thinking it was going to be Jason or Nora? Like, where where did you guys think things were going based upon that up to that point? I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting, honestly, I was expecting Nora to go. Nope, I knew it was going to be Molly. Why? The second the one gal said, the the second the the one gal said. I think she's just like Parvati. Yes. Once, once you heard that, you can't unhear it. If you're going to compare somebody to somebody that's been so successful in this game, the minute you tell me somebody's a Boston Rob, I want him gone. If you tell me somebody's a Sandra, I want him gone. And the minute she said that, it's I think she wasn't even sure she felt that way till she said it out loud. And then she was certain that's who she wanted to go, wanted to, to be out. And then you can always go back to the other two. You can always go back to Nora and Jason. But in that moment, I think she solidified where her head was. The and it's so funny. Truth. When we did our um, cast draft, I had such a different interpretation of Molly. Like, I thought Molly oh, same. was I was that Molly was going to be the one that was so wrapped up in being on Survivor and playing the game that she would like that she would just kind of experience everything, but actually kind of forget to play. And she's so the opposite of that that I have to laugh. Yeah. But I think her downfall is that she is not very self-aware. You know, you look at some of the, the better players and I think they know who they are, warts and all. And so they can play to cover up the areas where maybe they recognize that they could be a little abrasive or they could be a little not listening well enough or they could be, you know, poor at this or that. The people that just think, oh, everybody loves me. And maybe in their real life they do. They're just so blind to it because they don't imagine that anybody won't. True. So I think, I think, you know, Nora and Molly both suffer from the same thing to a, to a certain degree. They're both, they, they both don't see the reaction that they were getting from people, that they were treating her like the king of the hill. And that just makes you the target. I can see you when you're up there. I, I still wasn't expecting Molly, like, I was I still wasn't expecting Molly to go. I wasn't sure what like I said I figured I thought Nora was going to go to be honest. But 
I like when it happened, I wasn't surprised because there was reason. I just didn't think that was the way it was going to go down. Exactly. I, I didn't think Jason was leaving this week, but I did think that Nora was going to be who, who was gone just based on the way she was acting. Well, now we have to keep in mind, too. I feel that way, not because I'm super shrewd, but because I have the benefit of seeing all of those conversations. You know, we forget that as an audience that we're watching the whole picture. Exactly. And they don't see it. So, you know, what they could see may be totally different. Looking back on it now, they're probably like, dang it. I could I should have seen it, but. So well, that's why Sandra. That's why Sandra was such a great player. She made everybody feel like she was their number two. That I'll be on your team. I'll be on your team. And she really figured I'm never going to be this physical dominant person, but I'm going to use my time in between to make sure that everything I everything you everything about you I know. Yep, and, and she it, did it to her advantage. Yep, and it got her the win twice, and she's the queen. Yep, exactly. So, with that said, who do you guys think was going to get voted out next? Like, do you think, which tribe do you think? We'll, we'll just make it easier. Do you think we're going to lose somebody from purple or orange? Let's let's just go there. Which tribe is Dan on? is on purple you just really hate dan <laughs> i really don't really, blame you really. he's kind of creep but when he wins when he wins <laughs> we'll remember when oh please no <laughs> he, he's, he's he's another one completely lacks self-awareness to me um it's just i just yeah. don't like him and i remember like when um what was it? What was it on Survivor Second Chance when Vetus when Vetus came back and he got voted out like first or second because everybody was uncomfortable with his yoga and Dan to me is doing so much worse and is still there. Yeah. Well, look, I think the girls want that that the women's alliance, and that means taking out one of the big guys. And they figure they can come back to him. I think that's what they're thinking. They can always come back to him and, and everybody will vote with it. It's true. So, I don't know. We'll just have to... Have but, to he's, but he is one of those guys who who I think has the Wigglesworth look down. You know, where everybody... He, he, he kind of looks at these people and goes, Oh, she's just a young girl. What could she do? And that's how he's going to get gotten. It's true. Well, last thing before we wrap up for the day. Lauren, you said, made a suggestion that we discuss who we think is going to win at this point in the game, who our winner prediction is. So as of this week, who is your winner prediction right now? Well, it has to be. Oh, crap. Isn't it? What did we say her name was? Kelly? <laughs> I, the the hair thing. The hair thing was all bow to the queen. That was so smart. That was ingenious. And and I give runner-up status to um, 
is it Molly on the other tribe, the the pretty African American girl who who is keeping her options open. She's getting in good with the female alliance, but the other guy has no partner now. And she's saying, I'm keeping him in my back pocket. So those are my my two top picks on the two teams. Oof. See, I, I agree with you on Kelly. I'm not sure who my other pick is. Um, and that's that's kind of just because I don't feel like I've seen enough of some of these people yet to really like have a notion of it. Um, like there's some of them I felt like I saw a little bit more of this week that I liked, but then there's others that I feel like I'm still lacking. So right now I'll, I'll go with your Kelly and that's what, that's where I'm just going to stay. Tony, who, who's your winner pick right now? I'm going to go with Kelly too, but my, my second choice is also going to be Aaron who I, uh, picked in our fantasy draft. I'm still going to stick with him too because I love him. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, sure. very cool. All right. Let me do this then. If you, anybody got any final thoughts or anything else they want to discuss before we wrap up tonight? No, I think I'm good. No, but I did get, I did get a Twitter account. You did. You did. <laughs> so you, where can people follow you, Lauren? Lauren at our take. Okay, well, very cool. So you can follow Lauren at Artek. You can follow Tony at XO, Tony Roney XO. You can follow me at Sofwiggy John. You can follow the podcast at Artek Media. You can also go on to artekmedia.com where all of our podcasts, including this one and so many more, are posted. You can rate and review us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are. And until next week, goodbye. Bye, everybody.